This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Once, a prison guard accidentally overheard very disturbing rumors. Someone was planning a prison break. The guard watched all the footage from the surveillance cameras and discovered that two women had been behaving suspiciously. One of them was a former bodybuilder, muscular, with short hair, and covered in tattoos. The other was quiet and reserved. She preferred to spend time on her own and sometimes cried in her cell. After watching the video several times, the guard figured out which woman was planning to escape. Can you do the same? It's the second prisoner. There's a file in her bun. She can use it to get through the metal bars. Mark comes up to the table. There are three apples, but only one of them is safe to eat. The other two are poisonous. Unfortunately, Mark can't skip breakfast. So, which apple should he eat? Look, this apple has a caterpillar in it. It means there's no poison in the fruit, and it's safe to eat. These three women, Jessica, Mary, and Olivia, went shopping. Two of them are pregnant, and one is just trying to steal a watermelon. Can you tell which one is hiding a watermelon? It's Olivia. She's wearing heels. It's not the kind of shoes a pregnant woman would choose to wear. Nathan, a successful entrepreneur with a multi-million dollar business, and his friend Jackson, a famous private detective, returned from a long-term trip abroad. They decided to stop by at Nathan's villa on the way to the city. When the men entered the house, though, they saw that everything more or less valuable had been taken away. The entire villa was a mess. I've only been away for a month. What happened here? exclaimed Nathan. Jackson took an apple from the dining room table and started to munch on it thoroughly. The lock isn't broken. It means the person who took your stuff had the key. After a while, the detective asked Nathan to invite three people. Mia, Nathan's niece, told Jackson she hadn't visited her uncle's home. She had been having serious problems with her car for already two months. And the villa was too far away from the city to get there by public transport. Sarah, the maid, claimed that she had stopped by several weeks ago to bring some food and tidy up. But since then, she hadn't been to the villa. Adam, the gardener, told the detective he had been on vacation and had just returned. He even offered to show his plane tickets to Jackson. The detective figured out immediately who was behind the mess. You have 8 seconds to figure it out. It was the maid. She said she brought food several weeks ago. But the apple Jackson grabbed from the table was perfectly fresh. Once, Ms. White heard someone crying. It was her little student, Abigail. The girl told the teacher her cookies had been disappearing from her locker. Someone had been taking them for already several weeks. 
but Abigail didn't know who. Ms. White decided to help the girl. They equipped the locker with a simple alarm that had to go off if someone who wasn't Abigail opened the door. They hid behind the corner and began waiting. In 10 minutes, they heard the alarm. When they reached the locker, it was already empty, and there was no one nearby. But Ms. White noticed somebody disappear behind the art room door. She rushed inside, but everything looked normal. And still, the teacher needed no more than a minute to understand who had been eating Abigail's cookies. Look at the picture of the art room carefully. Can you find out the answer within 8 seconds? It's the girl on the left. Her painting's black and white, but there are only various shades of blue on her palette. And maybe the cookie crumbs are a giveaway too. I don't know. One perfume company hires new staff. They must swear an oath of loyalty to the company if they want to get a job. Ten people are saying the words of the corporate oath simultaneously. But some of them are cheating. Help the directors figure out who these people are. This guy keeps his fingers crossed. And the man on the left is standing with his legs crossed. They won't be loyal to the company, so the director doesn't hire them. Two influential media moguls are having lunch at an expensive restaurant. They're discussing the merger of their companies. The transaction amount is several billion dollars. They're whispering since the terms of this deal are top secret, and they suspect that someone can hear them. And they're right. Some curious people are eavesdropping on the conversation between the two businessmen. Try to find them. The girl at the next table is reading a newspaper that is turned upside down. She's obviously trying to overhear what the billionaires are talking about. This guy over there is listening to music, but the headphone wire is not connected to anything. Another girl is sitting at the table in the corner with a cocktail. But instead of an umbrella, there's an antenna in her glass. She's recording the conversation. Where are my employees? A boss shouts. He's furious because three people haven't come to the office. He calls each of them to find out the reason. All three tell him they got ill. The boss doesn't believe them, so they have to arrive at the office. Mary is wearing a warm jacket, hat, and scarf. She sneezes, coughs, and looks sick. Lori is walking on crutches. Her leg is in a cast. Sometime later, Michael appears. He's got a hand injury, and now he can't type. The boss is sure that one of them is faking. Who is it? Mike's left arm is broken, but his phone is in his left pocket. He must have used his broken arm to put it there, which means he's pretending. Apparently, he just didn't want to come to work. Ice will melt if you heat it. But if you heat me, I'll become solid. What am I? I'm an egg. You buy this thing to eat, but you never eat it. What is it? 
it's a plate. Mia was going back home one evening. It was 11 p.m., and she had to cross a small dark park in front of her house. Suddenly, she heard footsteps behind. Someone grabbed her bag and ran away. The girl called the police, and they questioned four suspects. Jack said, I was choosing an outfit for a party. Camilla was getting ready for her final exam at home. Andrew told the police he had been watching birds in the park. Nora was at her yoga class. After the interview, the police understood who was behind the robbery. Can you? It was Andrew. At 11 p.m., it's too dark to see birds. James left a folder with important documents on the table in his home office and went to a business meeting. When he returned, he found out that the documents had disappeared. James had three suspects. His brother said, I've been swimming in the pool since you left. I haven't seen or heard anything. The cook replied, Tomorrow we're having a party. I've been preparing the food. The security guard told James, I've been outside all this time, checking the garden for mice. Who knows where the documents are? It's the security guard. His job description doesn't include pest control. An accident happened at a busy crossroads in a small town. A driver who caused the crash left in a hurry. Luckily, several witnesses managed to describe the car. A police officer headed to the suspect's house. There, he saw a car that looked exactly like the one from the description. But its owner claimed that he had spent all day at home. The police officer knew the suspect was lying in no time. How? He touched the car hood. It was still hot from the engine that had worked not so long ago. You're walking along a railroad track. Suddenly, you see a speedy train approaching you. Instead of getting off the track immediately, you run toward the train. Why do you risk your life this way? When you notice the train, you're on a bridge. You can't leave the track right away and have to run to the closest place where you can do it. Are you ready to dive into sci-fi madness? Let's go! Somewhere in outer space, a show has just begun on a giant asteroid. A glowing star guy is reading poetry. His viewers are little stone people. The artist is saying beautiful words with passion. He puts his heart and soul into the performance. He's finishing. A shining tear is rolling down his cheek. He bows to the audience, but no one is clapping. In fact, they don't react at all. Why? Because this is outer space. There's no sound here. Somewhere in the vast valleys of Mars, races on rovers are taking place. Five cars are driving at high speed toward the finish line. Three racers soon leave the others behind, but only one of them will be the winner. Take a look at the dashboard of each of the drivers. Try to figure out who will be the first to come to the finish line. 
The speedometer arrow on the first rider's dashboard shows the maximum speed, but he won't win because the fuel indicator is flashing. The second racer seems to be fine, but look at the mirror. No one is reflected there. The car is moving without a driver. The third driver will win. Each of these three friends is going on a journey. They have already packed their suitcases and filled the tanks of their spaceships. This guy says he wants to visit Neptune. That girl is going to check on her friends who live on Mars. This man is flying to Venus. Which of them is lying? Venus is very close to the sun. It's a scorching hot place. And this man is wearing warm clothes. He's probably lying. Show me your hands! The head of the Department of Extraterrestrial Beings screams. Three detainees are sitting at the table. One of them is not human. Look at their hands. Who do you think is an imposter from another planet? Yeah, this guy has six fingers, but there are people on Earth who have such hands. Look at this girl. She has shining green eyes. Apparently, she's not from our planet. Three wanderers are walking on the dark side of the moon. They're tired and lost. Fortunately, a rescue spaceship spots them. The travelers beg to take them on board, but there is only one seat. The first wanderer carries a heavy box with meteorite rocks. He's tired and can no longer walk with this load. The second guy carries nothing, but he looks sick. The third wanderer says he's exhausted because he's extremely thirsty. He hasn't drank for two days. Who really needs help? Gravity is much weaker on the moon than on Earth. So the first wanderer's box should be quite light. He just pretends to be tired. The third wanderer has a chance to get some water. Do you see a small rescue station in the distance? H2O is written on it, so he can find water there. But the second wanderer really needs help. The indicator on his spacesuit signals a low oxygen level. The inhabitants of Planet Quest love adventures. Their favorite place is a dangerous park on a desert planet near a black hole. So one guy named Lup goes there. He needs to try to survive there for one week. As soon as he arrives at the park, he comes across a space cockroach that has six heads. The cockroach jumps on Lup and bites him with one of its heads. Lup fights off the monster and gets back to the ship. The bite is venomous, but fortunately, Lup has an antidote. First, he needs to drink one pill that contains medicine and, after that, a catalyst that activates the cure. Then, Lup needs to repeat it two hours later. But the problem is the pills with the medicine and catalyst look similar, and Lup has mixed them in his pocket. He can't take four tablets at once because it's dangerous, so how can he separate them? Lup needs to crush all the pills and divide the powder into two equal parts. One is for now, and the other he'll swallow two hours later. There will be the same amount of catalyst and antidote in each part. You're on planet Veveki, in the purple pencil nebula. Right now you're wandering through a dark forest. 
The trees are covered with pieces of toilet paper instead of leaves. You know you have company in the woods, a werewolf. You come to a rocky cliff and see three bridges leading to the other side of the forest. There are people on every bridge. Which one is the werewolf? It can be anybody, but it doesn't matter. No one can turn into a werewolf since there's no full moon here. This is not Earth, remember? A dwarf planet illuminates the sky. Welcome to the moon again. Right now, you witness the most incredible jumping competition. Thanks to the weak gravity on Earth's natural satellite, athletes can jump really high. But which of them will jump the highest? The participants put on their spacesuits and walk out of the atmospheric station. They seem to be ready. Three, two, one, jump! And we see the winner. She's jumped much higher than her opponents. But wait, there's something wrong here. This participant is not worthy of the title of the winner. She cheated. But how did you understand that? It's a hologram. All the participants left footprints on the ground after jumping and landing. But this girl has left no traces, which means she's not real. On the shore of Molten Gum, far away from the village of Talking Stones, there's a big house. This building is different from all others in this neighborhood, since it exists in two-dimensional space. The owner is a rich architect, Mr. Ali Lee Bulb who has just woken up after a 90,000-second nap. He finds a broken diamond banana in the kitchen. Mr. Ali Lee Bulb gets angry and calls everyone who was in the house while he was sleeping. He's going to find out who broke his amazing piece of jewelry. Big closed eye, cardboard giraffe with glasses, and three-headed pelican come into the living room. Tell me who broke the banana, Mr. Ali Lee Bulb says. I didn't do that. I was visiting rich old people in their dreams, Big Closed Eye tells him. I was watching the Liquid Laughter 3D movie in the living room all this time, the giraffe says. I have no idea who I am and what's going on here. I haven't touched your banana, said one of the pelican's heads. Mr. Ali Lee Bulb immediately realizes who's lied to him. And you? It's Cardboard Giraffe. He couldn't watch a 3D movie since the house only exists in two dimensions. It happened on a dark night on a purple planet. A fluffy snake crawled into the house where a purple guy was sleeping. It bit him, and the purple guy decided to go to a hospital. He told the doctor everything. She looked at the guy attentively and told him the snake hadn't been venomous. How did she know that? It was 3.45 a.m. on the clock in the guy's room. Now it's 11.45 p.m. on the clock in the examination room. The purple guy has spent almost a day trying to get to the hospital. So far, nothing bad has happened to him, which means the snake was not poisonous. The king of a tiny planet has no heirs. But then, who will become the ruler of this world? To choose the best candidate, the king gives every inhabitant one seed. Whoever grows the most beautiful flower will get the planet, the king tells them. Come back in two months.
Two months later, everyone came back with beautiful flowers. Among hundreds of candidates, there was one girl with an empty pot, and her brother with the most beautiful flower. The king said they would rule the planet. Why them? All the seeds were fake, and the girl didn't want to deceive the king by replacing the seed. Meanwhile, her brother put a lot of effort into growing the most beautiful plant to achieve his goal. Rain falls upward in this world, cars move backward, broken glass repairs itself, pens erase words from paper, chickens hide back in the egg at the end of their life. So you get it, time runs backward here. But something is wrong in this world. What is it? Try to look beyond the picture you've just seen before answering. The correct answer is, my voice, it's not reversed. Space monsters are chasing you inside an abandoned space station somewhere at the edge of a faraway galaxy. They're stretching their toothy tentacles towards you. Fortunately, you managed to jump into a rescue ship and get out of there. Suddenly, you realize that the ship has no brakes. There's an asteroid belt to your left. A small black hole is on the right, and a red star is in the middle. Which way should you choose? None of these. Don't forget that you can also fly up or down. You're in outer space. It's raining diamonds every day on this planet. The rays of the closest star that warms this world contain gold particles. Banknotes grow on trees. Seas glow green because the water is filled with emeralds. Despite all this wealth, people don't want to live here. Why? Gold particles in the air can damage human lungs within seconds. Money trees don't produce oxygen, and there are no fish in the water because of the emeralds. People simply can't exist there. There are three students, Peter, Everett, and Leah. One of them isn't a real person. Can you tell who? It's Everett. He doesn't cast a shadow. Look at three friends. Ariel Vandenberg, Danica Hall, and Simone. The first girl has a long one, the second girl has a short one, and the third girl doesn't use hers. What is it? It's their last names. Juniper loves sleeping. She sleeps 10 hours every day. Still, there's one month when she sleeps in total a bit less than during the other months. What is this month, and why does this girl sleep less? It's February. There are just 28 or 29 days in this month, which means fewer nights. Andy and Carter went camping in the woods on the weekend. One week later, Andy came to the police. He said Carter had led him deep into the forest, and while Andy was sleeping, his friend left him there. Then Andy had to wander alone for a week until he found some road leading to civilization. He came to the police to report the accident immediately. Carter denied doing that, claiming that they had come back home together. Who's lying?
Andy is too clean-shaven for a person who has just got out of the woods. I'll bet he made up his story. Esme was walking in the forest. Once it got dark, she headed home but got lost. She was wandering around the forest until she found the witch's house. She came in, said hi to the witch and her grandson, who was still staying with his granny, and petted the cat. The witch had another riddle for Esme to solve if she wanted to get out. She wrote down a number. There were two special things about it. What were they? First, this number contains all existing digits. Second, they're put in alphabetical order. Mrs. Cooper was going to the bank when she passed out. Cece was passing by when she noticed the woman on the ground. She called the ambulance and the police. Soon, the woman came to her senses. But she found out that someone had stolen all her money. There were three suspects, Cece and two other pedestrians, Teo and Mason. Who is the thief? Look, there are two types of footsteps leading to the place where Mrs. Cooper is lying. One of them belongs to her, and the other was left by Cece. There are also two parallel straight lines, which must be the prints left by a wheelchair. So, the thief must be the man in the wheelchair, Mason. Mrs. Ford reported to the police that her neighbor, Anthony, had stolen her golden figurine. She said, I was upstairs vacuum cleaning when I heard someone enter the house. I walked up to the window and saw my neighbor leaving the house a half minute later. When I went downstairs, I saw that my golden figurine had been stolen. Anthony denied passing by Mrs. Ford's house that day. Who should the detective believe? He should believe Anthony. Vacuum cleaners are noisy, so Mrs. Ford couldn't possibly hear anyone enter her house. Cheryl was having a birthday party. She noticed that her brother was staying in his room with some girl, but she didn't know who it was. Cheryl got curious, so after they left, she sneaked into his room to look for some hints. There were three girls at the party, Jasmine, Willow, and Sylvia. Cheryl immediately guessed who her brother was dating. Can you figure it out? It's Sylvia. Look, there's a jacket in the room. Sylvia was wearing it at the party. Now, I'll show you some pictures, and you'll need to understand what's wrong with them. Let's go! Here's the first one. The door hinges and the handle are on the same side of the door. Doors don't work this way. Here's another one. What's wrong here? The woman isn't wearing a necklace, but it's reflected in the mirror. And what about this one? Nine and eleven are messed up. It should be the other way around. Ah, this one should be easy, but keep your eyes wide open. Right, there's no red traffic light. Paris went on an expedition to a desert for a month. She didn't have a strong internet connection, so she couldn't talk to her boyfriend often. Still, one day, she managed to video call him. But that call didn't end well. The girl broke up with a guy. Why?
Look at the background. It's nighttime for Paris' boyfriend, but he is obviously having dinner with some girl. There's a second plate and a glass with a lipstick print on it. Storm was walking with his friend in the park. Suddenly, it started raining, and they had to go home. Storm ran back as fast as he could because he didn't have a raincoat, an umbrella, or even a hood. Still, when he finally got home after running in the rain for 10 minutes, not a single hair on his head was wet. How is it possible? Storm was bald. In an alternate reality, Mrs. Savad was trying to persuade her daughter Amy to go to a party. Amy wanted to do her homework instead. Weird, huh? Mrs. Savad bought Amy an amazing dress, but the girl still refused. It continued until her mom promised that if Amy went to that party, she'd let her do her homework 16 hours a day every day for another month. Later, Mrs. Savad left for her own party. When she returned, she realized that Amy hadn't left the house. How did she know? There's still a price tag on the dress, which means that Amy didn't wear it. Violet had a genius but crazy sister who was always making traps in the basement. One day, Violet went downstairs to get her laundry. As soon as she walked in, the door got locked and wouldn't open. There were three buttons. Violet knew that one of them would open the door, but the other two would electrocute her. Luckily, her sister had mercy. There was a hint. Which of the buttons will let Violet get out of the basement? If you put the letters in the right order, you'll see purple button written there. That's the one. Mrs. West came to the police station asking to check on her husband. She said that he was in his office when she called him. Suddenly, she heard her husband fall to the floor. And about 10 seconds later, he hung up without saying anything. She called him again, then she came to his office, but he didn't open the door. The detective arrived at the office and found Mr. West unconscious. The detective was sure that the man wasn't alone in the room when it all happened. Why? Someone had to hang up the phone. If the man had suddenly fainted, the phone would have fallen on the floor. You work in a baggage storage room at the airport. Three people come and give you their bags at the same time. Now, you don't remember who each bag belongs to. Take a look inside and try to figure it out. There's just one girl, so the bag with a dress inside probably belongs to her. The blind man doesn't need this mirror, which means that this bag must belong to the bald man. And the bald man doesn't need a hairbrush, so the third bag must belong to the blind man. Lilibet always wanted to have a cat, but her mom never allowed her to get one. Once, the girl found a kitten in the street and brought it home. She knew her mom would make her take it to the shelter, so she decided to hide the animal. Once, Lilibet's mom walked into the girl's room and realized there was a cat living there. How did she know that? Look, the walls and the sofa are scratched at the bottom. Mrs. Jones was working a night shift. Her daughter, Emmeline, wanted a friend to stay with her. But Mrs. Jones didn't allow it because it was a school night. When the woman returned, she realized that Emmeline had still invited her friend over. How did the woman understand it?
There's a pair of earrings in the bathroom. Mrs. Jones and Emmeline don't have their ears pierced, so these must belong to someone else. Daphne suspected that her boyfriend, Dashiell, had hacked her phone and was now reading all her messages. One day, Daphne and her friend Sophie decided to go to the park. Daphne invited her boyfriend, too, so he could get to know her friend. When Dashiell arrived, Daphne broke up with him. Why? She didn't tell when they were going to meet, but Dashiell still arrived at the correct time. That's how she made sure he had indeed been checking her messages. Tony and Scarlett are best friends. They wanted to spend the summer together. Unfortunately, Scarlett's grandmother fell sick, and the girl had to go to another city for the whole summer to be with her. Tony missed her friend. That's why, from time to time, she walked past her house. In a couple of weeks, Tony realized that Scarlett had lied to her about staying with her grandma. She had been home all that time. How did Tony understand it? Look at the house. One day, the window is open, and the next day, it's already closed. Someone's definitely living there. Mr. York was a rich gentleman living in a mansion. Once, his brother came to visit him. The next day, Mr. York called the police and said that a very expensive golden cup had been stolen from his collection. The only other person in the house was his brother, so he must be the thief. The police didn't believe Mr. York. Why? The spot where the cup was supposed to stand was just as dusty as the rest of the shelf. It means that nothing had been standing there for a long time. And, like always, crime doesn't pay. Mr. Jones was watching TV when the doorbell rang. It was a guy who introduced himself as Lincoln. He said that he was a member of a volunteer group. They were collecting donations to save the rarest species of dodo birds. But Mr. Jones didn't believe him and called the police. Why? There are no more dodo birds. They went extinct in the 17th century. Arwen, a rich man's only son, visited his cousin Richie. They were talking about sports and drinking tea. Suddenly, Arwen stopped breathing and fell to the floor. Richie called the doctor who said that Arwen had been poisoned. Detective Callum arrived and started the investigation. Soon, he accused Richie of poisoning his cousin. How did Richie manage to do that? Arwen was the only one who drank his tea sweet. The poison was in the sugar. Eloise was studying in the library. She went to the bathroom and left her things on the table. When the girl returned, she realized someone had stolen her cell phone. She called the police, and they questioned the other three students who were in the library at that time. Bernard said, I left the library right after Eloise. I wanted to get a drink from the vending machine. I didn't touch her things. Beth said, I was studying the whole time and didn't even see anything. Serenity said, I was in another part of the library and didn't come close to Eloise's table. Who stole the girl's phone?
It was Bernard. He said he'd left to get a drink from the vending machine. But look, there are no drinks in there, only snacks. Mm. Samantha and her daughter Avery went to the lake to spend some time together. They found a nice spot and sat down there. A bit later, Samantha remembered she'd left her camera in the car and went to get it. When she returned, her daughter was gone. The woman called the police, and they started to look for the girl. There were three people nearby, and the police officers interrogated them all. Benjamin said, I was walking nearby and saw a girl sitting by the lake, but I didn't do anything to her. Genevieve said she hadn't even seen the girl or her mother. And Victoria said she hadn't seen them either, but she heard someone screaming. Who should the officers arrest? They should arrest Genevieve. Look, she's wearing Avery's scarf. Brian called the police early in the morning. He said that the night before, he and his girlfriend Estelle had been watching a scary movie together. Estelle was afraid to go home, so she stayed at his place. She was having a bad dream with zombies chasing after her, and she didn't wake up in the morning. The guy didn't know what had happened, but the police arrested him, claiming he was guilty. Why? The guy said his girlfriend hadn't woke up in the morning. Then how did he know what she had been dreaming about? Theodore came from New York to his hometown, Chicago, to spend a week with his father. Three days later, the father called the police and said his son had poisoned himself. The police examined Theodore's things to check if there was anything suspicious. After that, they took the father to the police station for further interrogation. What seemed suspicious to them? The officers found a return ticket from Chicago to New York. Theodore wouldn't have bought this ticket if he hadn't been planning to return to New York. Esme was having her usual walk in the forest. And you know what? She got lost again! After wandering around for a couple of hours, she finally found the witch's house. Esme asked the witch to show her the way back home. The witch wanted to make Esme her maid, but she had a problem. She was planning a vacation and wanted to go fishing. Her fishing rod was 13 feet long, and one was only allowed to take things no longer than 12 feet on the train. The witch promised Esme that if the girl found a solution, she'd let her go. What can Esme recommend? Esme was very good at geometry. She advised the witch to put the rod in a 12 by 5 foot box. Diagonally, it fit perfectly. On a Sunday evening, Mrs. Collins was having tea at her friend's house. Her friend suddenly said that she had seen one of Mrs. Collins' daughters in the mall that day. Mrs. Collins got angry because all of the girls were grounded. She asked which daughter it was, but her friend couldn't tell. She wasn't wearing her glasses when she was at the mall. When Mrs. Collins returned home, she asked the girls what they had been doing the whole day. Abigail said she'd spent the day reading. 
Brianna said she had stayed at school after classes to study a bit more. Charlotte said that she had been practicing for her upcoming piano concert. Who lied? Brianna. It's Sunday. There's no school. A young girl, Tenley, was brought to the hospital after being poisoned. But the examination showed that Tenley hadn't eaten or drunk anything that day. Her sister, Kennedy, said she didn't know anything about the accident. Tenley's friend, Ruby, said, We were at school when Tenley felt bad. Tenley's boyfriend, Archie, said, I haven't even talked to her today. How was Tenley poisoned, and who did it? The girl hasn't eaten anything, but she has some lipstick on. That's what contains poison. And the only person who had access to Tenley's room that day was her sister, Kennedy. There was a car accident in a tunnel. The police suspected that one of the drivers, Owen, had fallen asleep behind the wheel. But Owen denied it. I just couldn't see well because of the rainstorm, he said. The police didn't believe him and immediately arrested the man. Why? The accident happened in a tunnel. It couldn't rain there. Someone in the town was stealing cars. Every time a car disappeared, its owner would get a message from an anonymous number. In each message, there were two emojis that didn't make any sense. The police tracked the number, and the geolocation led to three houses. They questioned the owners, Mr. Walson, Mrs. Coleman, and Mr. Woolridge. Can you tell who the car thief is? The emojis seem to make sense after all. They're a wall and a father with a son. Combine them, and you'll get Walson. So Mr. Walson must be the one stealing cars. Now let's play the game Who's Less Smart? It's early morning. Tom and Joseph are driving their teenage children to school. Who is not smart? Joseph. His son is not in the car. His father has probably forgotten about the poor guy. Annie and Emma are volunteering in an animal shelter. Annie is feeding the cats, and Emma is washing the dogs. Who is not smart here? Annie. She's giving dog food to the cats. Logan and Anthony are both having job interviews at 4 p.m. Logan is packing some food, and Anthony is ironing his best suit. Who's not smart? Anthony, look at the clock. The interview is going to start in 5 minutes, and he's still at home. Logan is at home, too. But there's still another hour till his interview begins. Noelle and Gabriella are cleaning the house. Noelle is listening to music while vacuum cleaning the living room. 
and Gabrielle is washing the windows. Who is not being smart? Noelle, the vacuum cleaner isn't plugged in. Skylar and Autumn are both going on summer vacation. Skylar is going to Spain, and Autumn is visiting her sister in Chile. Who is not smart? Autumn. She's packing shorts and swimwear, but she won't need them because it's winter in Chile. Both Josh and Amelia didn't sleep well because their neighbor's dog had been barking all night. Amelia asked Josh to take out the trash while she was making some coffee for them. Who is not smart? Josh. Instead of the trash, he's taken out the bags with old toys they've collected to donate. Janine and Teresa are making dinner for their families. Who is not smart? Well, they both have a problem. Janine is putting out a fire with water. And Teresa has a mouse in her kitchen and an ant in the dough. Lost Inheritance Larry's granddad was a wealthy man who loved playing pranks on his relatives. That's why, when he passed away, no one could find his will. But one day, five years later, Larry was looking through some old papers. Suddenly, his breath caught in his throat. The document he was holding was his granddad's will. It read, I hid all my money and other valuables at 2 p.m. sharp under my favorite cherry tree, right where its shadow ends. The one who digs it out will be my heir. Larry was ecstatic. He was going to be rich. He drove to his granddad's villa and found the cherry tree. He waited for an hour or so until 2 p.m. and started to dig. But try as he might, his efforts didn't pay off. Confused and upset, he had to return home. Why didn't he find anything? It's been several years since the granddad hid his valuables. The tree has grown taller, and its shadow has become longer, too. A smart investigator. A man living in a small village in the mountains got his goat stolen. He was sure one of his neighbors was behind this crime. The head of the village invited four suspects and said, I'm going to give each of you a magic stick. Bring them to me in the morning. By that time, the thief's stick will have grown by five inches. The next day, the head of the village examined the suspect's stick. He immediately knew who had taken the goat. How? The thief's stick was five inches shorter than those of the rest. He had broken it, expecting it to grow longer during the night. A realization. Three friends fell asleep under a tree in the countryside. 
While they were resting, a boy painted mustaches on their faces. Once the men woke up, they started to laugh. But then, all of a sudden, they stopped. Why? At first, they saw the mustaches on their friends' faces and found it funny. But then, they realized their friends were laughing too. It meant they had mustaches on their faces as well. An apple riddle Eric was locked in a room with 19 other people. Each of them could see the entire room and all the people inside without turning their head or body or moving in any other way. To get out of the room, Eric had to place an apple in such a way that everyone but one person could see it. The guy managed to do it. How? He put the apple on one person's head. A weird choice. Every day, Mark rides his bike to the railway station to get to the college. There are two stops near his home. One one mile away from his house, and the other two miles away in the opposite direction. In the morning, he always gets on the train at the first stop. And in the afternoon, he gets off at the second. Why? Mark's home and the stations are on the hill. And this method allows the guy to ride his bike down without any effort. A draw. Two teams were playing soccer against each other. Each of them scored two goals in total. And still, it wasn't a tie since one team won and the other lost. How come? One of the teams scored an own goal. Time travel. An inventor has created a time machine. He's packed enough food, water, and other necessities and is now ready to test his invention. He sets the timer to go 500 years back into the past. The man is about to press the start button when a thought comes to his mind. He slaps his forehead, takes the time machine and his supplies, and goes downstairs. What for? This way, he'll avoid a nasty fall. Multi-story buildings were rare five centuries ago. A money problem. A notorious criminal caught rich businessman Brian and locked him in a room. I won't let you go until you double the money I leave for you. And the criminal put 5,000 bucks on the table. By the time he returned, Brian had already doubled the money. He hadn't left the room or communicated with anyone. Then how did he do it? He put the money in front of the mirror. 
granted wishes. Amanda was walking along the beach one day and found a glass bottle. The thing looked ancient, and the girl had to put a lot of effort into opening it. To her shock, guess what? A genie appeared from the bottle. I'll grant you three wishes, but there's one condition. You can't wish for more wishes. Amanda agreed and still managed to get more wishes. How did she do it? She started with wishing that the genie allowed her to ask for more wishes. Strange reaction Two British women wanted to lose weight. They went to the gym, ate healthily, and drank a lot of water. In two weeks, both of them lost 10 pounds. But one woman was happy and the other upset. Why? The first woman lost weight, and the second, 10 pounds in UK money. 11. How did she survive? Melissa stayed late at work one evening. When she was walking home, it was already dark. Suddenly, she noticed a group of people. They were moving in a strange, jerky way, closer and closer. With growing horror, Melissa realized the approaching people were actually zombies. In a moment, she got surrounded. Then, darkness. And still, the next day, the girl was in the kitchen, making herself a vegetable salad. How is it possible? Look at the date. It's November 1st. It was Halloween the day before. And zombies were just some dressed-up guys. Beach Volleyball Andrew and his friend Kenneth went to the beach to have some fun. Andrew started to play volleyball with Gary, a guy they met there. After the game was over, Andrew went to a beach bar and ordered a lemonade. But after drinking it, he almost immediately felt sick and lost consciousness. Kenneth called an ambulance, and his friend was taken to a hospital. There it was discovered Andrew had been poisoned. The police questioned the suspects. Kenneth said, I'm sure the barman put something in Andrew's drink. The barman exclaimed, Why would I poison my customer? It was probably the guy he played volleyball with. He lost the game and wanted to get revenge. Gary said, After we finished playing, I went to swim in the sea. I didn't even notice Andrew had been taken away. Who poisoned Andrew? It was the barman. He lied about Gary losing the game to frame the guy. A teacher's riddle. A student had failed his test and came to his teacher asking how he could improve his marks. The teacher replied, If you manage to solve my riddle, I'll give you a better mark. You have a cardboard box. It's easier to lift from a wooden floor than from a steel table. What's in the box? (laughs) The student thought for a while and answered correctly. What did he say?
The box is filled with magnets. A missing model. Ashley was a popular fashion model. On Friday, she had to open a show. But 10 minutes before the event, she vanished. Several witnesses claimed the girl had been taken away in a black car. The police questioned four suspects. Betty, Ashley's colleague, said, I felt sleepy before the show. I'd made myself a cup of coffee and was drinking it when Ashley disappeared. Kevin, the manager, told the detective some equipment had been broken. He was trying to solve this problem. Paul, the hairstylist, explained that he had been refreshing the model's makeup. And Donna, the designer, said she had only come several minutes before the show. Who was behind Ashley's disappearance? It's Paul. He's a hairstylist, and they don't deal with makeup. Plus, there are no beauty products at a station. In disguise. A feared criminal managed to escape from the police. He got a job in a wealthy mansion. When the detectives arrived there, they found out three men had been hired recently. They questioned each of them. Michael, the cook, told the police he had been working in a restaurant before. But then the restaurant went out of business and he found a new job. John, the gardener, answered he had always been interested in plants. After finishing garden design courses, he landed this job. Robert, the security guard, said his father was the house owner's friend. He helped Robert to get his position. Who's the criminal? It's the cook. Before the police came, he'd been trying to make an omelet. But look, it's full of eggshells. A real cook would never make such a mistake. A train mystery. It's something that comes with a train, leaves with a train, but is no use to a train. And yet, no train can go without it. What is it? It's noise. Yeah, really. 